Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. For in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. You have been filled in him who is the head of all rule and authority. In him also you were circumcised with a circumcision not made with hands, but putting off the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, having been buried with him in baptism in which you were also raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God, who raised him from the dead. And you, who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. This he set aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him. So says Colossians 2, 6-15. Today we are in our series, and I'm going to do this in five minutes or less. Six simple movements. So this is going to be the short story of the short story, right? Um, creation, fall. Israel, Jesus, church, new creation. Today we land on the church. I don't have to be very lengthy today because you've seen the church. And God in his foresight foresaw that. And so on this mission Sunday, there's not a long need to begin to explain to you what the church looks like because you've seen it over and over again in each missionary in each called person, whether overseas or right here in our neighborhood or across the street. Aaron's across the street from me. You've seen Christ being made known to the nations. What is the church? The church is the body of Christ, the family of God, the light to the nations, a city set on a hill, a kingdom that is coming down and infiltrating the kingdoms of this world. Uh, And there is no church without the breath of the Spirit. As Aaron has told us a moment ago, the greatest gift that God can give us is His Holy Spirit to fill us with the power from on high to accomplish the mission that began when Jesus ascended and gave the disciples this command, wait for the promise of the Father. And when the day of Pentecost had come, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. They began to speak a universal language, which was the language of love. And it is the language that Christians still speak to this day, whether it's in Padia, Thailand whether it's in the hills of Mexico 
are in our high schools right here in Madison County. The light must shine. For the Bible says, when Jesus on the Sermon on the Mount says, you are the light of the world, the salt of the earth. We expose the darkness, but we also preserve humanity. The church has a preserving function to it, a refreshing function to it. When John sees the kingdom of God coming down, the city of God, Theopolis, coming down in Revelation 21, what he ends up seeing is also a river that is flowing through this city and going out to the nations. For it is a place of refreshment. This building will be a place of refreshment. You've heard how it is and how we're going to continue this mission to carry on exactly what God has given to us, which is a visible church. One can argue all day long, I don't need to be a member of a particular church, but I got news for you. You have to be a member of a particular church, just like a particular function on my body, to be generally a part of my body. So one does have to have a visible expression before one can ever know the invisible church. The church must must be made visible right here in this city. This city is called to be transformed just as much as another city across an ocean in India. The church militant doesn't have to do with drawing swords, but drawing love. Perfect love, profound love for God and for other people. Oh, Holy Spirit, give us that love. Give us that gift. And then the church triumphant joins us in heaven as our dear sister has gone to be with the Lord. She is now moved from the church militant to the church triumphant. And so will we one day if we hold course, if we continue to carry forth the mission that God has given to us, as Miss Gala said, mandated for us. For the church is one church. The church is holy because Christ is holy. The church is Catholic because it's all over the world and through time. For even in the Old Testament, that is our story. Not somebody else's story. Not a Jewish story. It is our story. The church is apostolic because the faith that Jesus entrusted to the twelve was then passed down to holy people over and over again in this way of what we call apostolicity, but more so discipleship and biblical authority. We will not waver on our biblical authority. We won't vote on what the Bible has to say. You've seen the visible church this morning. Where are you in the body? Are you a member? You can be. There's some forms right back there at the back. Some of you have not even renewed your membership, by the way. I would love for you to do that. Today would be a great day, wouldn't it? Are you serving? Is your fundamental mark in life love for God and others? 
for a retirement home or good finances or a good name? Have ye the Holy Spirit? Hear the call today. We must carry on. Let God breathe new life into you, into our church, into our city, into the world. Lord Jesus, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.